Hey there. Thank you for joining us for Six Degrees of Study, an uneducational podcast. Today we have Brad Colden, who is a builder at Colden Group and studied a Bachelor of Construction Management at Newcastle University. We want to show you how it's highly likely there's only six degrees of separation between you, the career, and the life you want. This is the Six Degrees Podcast. Hello, Brad. Hello. How are you going? Very well. Very pleased that you've been able to join us. I think your journey is going to resonate with a lot of people that might want to tune in and and think about a career path in building. Um, so just to fill people in, where where are you at now? Like what do you what does your everyday look like? A little bit chaotic. So local Datari, born and bred. I went to St Clair's and later Chatham. Now I run a residential building company. We're only around about two years old, a little bit older than that, maybe two and a half years old. We've also got a little joinery facility that runs out of that. So it's, there's a little bit going on, but yeah, my day consists of, yeah, realistically just building houses, doing it well and um, trying to build a really good team. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I know your name quite well. And is the little joinery business you refer to, how's that house? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I also yeah. know that really well. So I think in a couple of years you've achieved a lot. And I'm a bit keen, I guess, to hear about when you were at school, what were you thinking about at school? Were you thinking, hey, I'm always going to come out and be a builder, that's going to be my future? <laughs> Where was your head at? My head wasn't at school. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really probably wasn't until a little bit too late at high school that I realised I wanted to be a builder. So I wasn't far off leaving, like probably a lot of teenagers don't really know what they're going to do it's when really they're typical, yeah. approaching the end of most, I, I guess it's probably more consistent with boys. I just liked surfing, fishing, didn't really have much of an interest at school, hence I didn't perform well. So towards the back end of high school, I wasn't getting the results that I needed to to go to uni. So naturally with my old man being a builder, I just sort of just spoke to him and we thought the best path for me initially was to do a trade. So carpentry. So that's So you yeah. did complete year 10, 11 and 12? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I yeah. went right through. But year 11 and 12, I wasn't very successful at it. So I just I just like being outside, doing things, not really being at school, which was not good. Now I look back, yeah, probably should have worked a little bit harder. But that was me. I didn't want to be there. I enjoyed being out and I really enjoyed tr- the trade aspect, woodworking, hands-on. Uh, but I also really had a keen really keen interest in, say, investment, uh, properties, construction, the way the business has worked. And it probably took about two years or or 18 months into my trade that I really realised I wanted to go further with this and become a builder. So I really had to start focusing on what that pathway would look like. Mm. Um, And that's where I started to come back around to university. Mm. So you completed year 12, so you did have that qualification. Yep, so I completed year 12. And then went and started a carpentry apprenticeship. Through TAFE? Local yep, TAFE? through TAFE. Yep, yeah, through fabulous. TAFE. And I worked for Sorensen and Calden Builders, which is was my old man's building company. Mm-hmm. And about halfway through that trade apprenticeship, I started applying for, or looking to apply for university and realised I didn't have the ATAR mm-hmm. to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that presented other problems because I really wanted to get in and do this Bachelor of Construction Management degree. I found that was the one that was going to get me what I wanted to to do initially, I wanted to work in Sydney on big high-rise buildings and mm. um, be amongst that. Like probably a lot of teenagers, Tari, when you're younger, is probably perceived as a place you don't want to be. And then a couple of years later, you realise, oh, hang on a sec, this was a really good place to live. It wasn't I too to get bad back after there. all. 
Yeah. And the Bachelor of Construction Management you're speaking about is through University of Newcastle? Yep, through University of Newcastle. So I, uh, to get into that degree, I had to go back to uni and do Open Foundation as Mm -hmm. a pathway to get in, to get a a better ATAR. And and did you complete your TAFE courses anyway or did you go, hey, I'm halfway through, I'm just going to swing across and start Bachelor of Construction Management? No, I didn't complete my TAFE. So. I got to the end of my second year in carpentry Mm -hmm. and looked at what I wanted to do and went, look, this isn't for me. I want to get out there. I want to be a builder. I want to get down to Newcastle. I want to go. I want to chase that commercial aspect of the industry um, at that time. So I got down there, um, moved down to university, did it full time for two years. Mm -hmm. So first of all, I would go back a little bit. While I was doing my trade apprenticeship to get that ATAR, I had to go down on a Friday, Friday night, and do Friday night classes to do open foundation. Friday night. Yep. So at like age eighteen, nineteen. Yep. Yep. Not so ideal, but good on you. You well, did it. Actually, it was pretty good because it's Newcastle, so you go to uni and then knock go off to the pub, head out. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, that was I had to do that for while I was doing my carpentry apprenticeship mm-hmm. to get that ATAR, which then got me into university. It was a really good prep course to get me ready for uni. So was that, say, six months? How long did you have to commit time-wise for that? You could do it in six, but I had to do it in 12 because I was still doing my carpentry and I couldn't afford to be away through the week. Yep. So the only way I could really do it was to stretch it out a little bit, spend the year doing the course and, yeah, get that ATAR. Yeah. And did that automatically get you in? I've heard once you do that pathway course, it automatically gets you into Bachelor of Construction Management. You don't actually have to go through the whole application process. I can't remember, to be honest. I think I came out with a – at high school, I, I came out with a ATAR in the 50s and yep. then when I came out of Open Foundation, I had an ATAR of high 70s. Yep. And then I, I'm not too sure what the process was, but I, I did apply to go into the Bachelor of Construction Management and obviously got in. Yep. And then that following year, pack, packed up and moved down to Newcastle. Yeah, and I know it's a really popular degree. It's from what Uni of Newcastle tell us, it's the second most popular, I think, which I didn't realise at the time. Like you think university, especially Newcastle, is going to be full of engineering or medical or whatever, but the Bachelor of Construction Management is the, the second most popular. So to get in, it can be quite tough, I think. So I think doing that foundation course through them opens that door a bit further to yeah, get you well, in. So. Didn't have any issues after that. So, yeah, you're probably right. And the degree, I think there was 350-something students the first first year, so there was a lot of lot of students. Yeah, right. And did you worry a bit about moving to Newcastle or that was something you really wanted to do and saw that as, you know, the right step for you at that time? Well, I didn't worry about it. I wanted to be – that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, it only took me about 18 months to realise I didn't want to be down there anymore. Yeah, um, right. I wanted to get up north, back up home, the lifestyle. I was really into surfing and fishing uh, and Newcastle didn't really have that for me there. I saw more opportunity regionally. I started to see that the government was spending money on hospitals yep. uh, and a bit of infrastructure regionally. Mm-hmm. So about the second year, through my second year, I was uh, applied for a cadetship with a company called Wattpack. Mm-hmm. So with Bachelor of Construction Management, you generally don't go through the entire degree without getting employed. It's a really good degree that you, you gain employment pretty quick. How good's that? They want you in second year. Second second year after you've done a bit of university, they come hunting. So yeah. I think Willie Sher down there at Newcastle, he was really active on, on our university emails with cadetships that were always popping up. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think in the space of about 
six weeks of finishing our second year, myself and about seven or eight of my mates were all employed. Yeah, that's great. And is it a four-year degree? Yeah. Yeah. Is there a lot of placement, though, in that degree? It's not like I've understood the last year is a fair bit of placement and not so much study, but yeah, is that right? Yeah, so 16 weeks all up. Right. But most people will achieve that through getting employed. So a lot of the cadetships in the industry will allow you to study and work at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I, I was with a particular company called Wattpack. Um, I got a job up at the Port Macquarie Hospital mm-hmm. when they were doing the um, expansion there. And then I went up to Kempsey and worked there and it was really, really good. They gave me time to do uni while I was working and that seemed to be a really common thing across the whole industry. Yeah. And did they then, because I guess they've supported you through that degree, did they then expect you to stay on with them? Was that that expectation that you should uh, do a couple of years with them yeah, to repay that? <laughs> I think it was, but unfortunately <laughs> it was about that time that I realised that I should have just, I was circling right back to my roots and residential construction was where where I wanted to be. Yeah. At that time, after I was getting close to the end of my degree, working for Wattpack, we were at Kempsey Hospital by then. Then my old man and his business partner, Adam, were both looking for a supervisor and that's when they said, look, now you, you do it now or uh, we're going to have to put someone else on and the opportunity's gone. So that's when I decided to come back to Taree and and try my luck at that role. And is that in the timeline of things that's like, what, three or four years ago or? Uh, so that was 2016 I came back and did that. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so I did that for a few years and then that was the lead into me looking to, to apply for my builder's license, which the degree allows you to do once mm-hmm. you've got the relevant experience on like on, on like in the job. And then once I got my builder's license, it was just that was the start of yeah, things ticking over in my mind and going, this is going to be a pretty good opportunity to get out there and start a company. Yeah, yeah. So the degree gives you your builder's license or it's then an easier access to get a builder's license? How does that work? Definitely easier access to a builder's license. So if you go down the normal road of your Cert 3 carpentry at TAFE and then you do your Certificate 4 to do your builder's license through TAFE, you've still got to do the minimum two years supervisory experience to get your builder's license. Mm -hmm. The degree doesn't really make that any easier, but once you finish the degree, all you've got to do is that two years minimum and then you're on your on your road to getting your builder's license. Mm-hmm. Is that a costly thing? I know nothing about building, obviously, by the questions I'm asking. <laughs> but to get a builder's license, does that then is that a fee that you've got to pay to an organisation? Look, it's through Services New South Wales. Right. It's pretty regulated. So the harder thing to get is the insurance behind it, the government-regulated insurance to be able to build houses. So getting the actual licence is just a matter of qualification experience and then from that point onwards, it's it's satisfying the requirements for the insurers, right? So, but but really, that might sound a little bit technical, but not 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 really. To get your actual license is just doing the right thing, yep. doing your time, doing the degree. The degree, the degree really qualifies you to be a builder a lot more than what. And I should probably shouldn't say this, but a lot more than what TAFE does in the Cert Four. Mm-hmm. It teaches you a lot more detailed estimating, job management, things that are very very important. That probably someone who Nothing wrong with become, like, being a carpenter and going in to be a builder, but you're a lot better geared up for the business side, yeah. not so much from the technical point of view because carpenters will always know how things go together better, mm. but from the business point of view and making sure you're making money, which is the whole reason you do it. Yeah, you've got enough margin. A pro- profitable business, absolutely. Yep. The university degree 
qualify like over qualifies you for a, a small builder to yep. understand the um, ins and outs of it all. How to how to estimate a job, yep. how to plan yep. your timeline of what happens when. Yep, and not just implementing safety, but understanding the legislation behind the safety, yep. which is really important. So there's a lot of things that Agree does that is beneficial if you want to be a builder to come out and go, right, I really want to grab this and go and turn it into something yeah, quite unique. Mm. So from where you, from then to where you are now, are you employing people yourself now? Like how big is your business, I guess? Like yeah. not, not turnover-wise, I don't need to know that, <laughs> but your staff, like – what have you grown to Look, in those few years? We're not a big team. We've got um, a really, really good core group of local contractors. We have we've got thirteen employees. That's massive. We've got five apprentices inside that thirteen. Yeah, they're all a really good bunch of people. Really, really good team. That's about us. That's where we want to sit at for a while. Mm. We're not. We're not. We haven't got ambitions to be this huge, huge builder or anything like that. We just want to be nice little unit that does things well and the degree really gave me the um i guess the knowledge to be able to implement the processes and systems that i probably wouldn't otherwise have done i'd probably still be on the tools thinking the more more uh, frames i put up physically myself the more money i make which was a realization that the, the degree made me realize that that's probably not the right way to make no <laughs> I, I i think Anyone that's built a house, it's normally very nerve-wracking about, you know, what's the real cost and, you know, you, you've got your quote, but what's it going to end up in the meantime? Like that, all that variance that can happen in between yeah. is nerve-wracking and that's just building one house that, that's your own. So if you're doing how many ever houses you do a year, you know, it wouldn't take long to get in real trouble if you're not getting your costs and estimates and yeah, timings absolutely. and everything perfect. So I, I just, yeah. Yeah. I think yep. the degree makes a lot of sense for, for surety <laughs> of your business. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess I want to just roll into this lovely idea that you're putting forward that we're still to develop, if anyone's listening to this right now, we're still to de- develop the idea of a scholarship that you want to put forward for a student because you yep. can just see that there could be a lot of benefit for not necessarily just young people but anyone that might be listening in that's maybe been on the tools for a while and, and knows that there's there's more to it than being on the tools because are you still, are you still working physically much yourself or it's more managing people and doing the... So the I'm, business yeah, side of it. I'm not on the tools at all. I had a brief stint back in 2019 to get the business going, doing a few things, but uh, I'm more managing uh, the, the aspects of the business, uh, managing with clients, managing clients and their selections and costs. So a lot of estimating, a lot of like processing of invoices and job budget and allocating expenses. It's all fun. <laughs> but but yeah it, it's a lot of stuff in there I guess we, we we really want to put up a scholarship to get someone to one to stay in town and yep. not I guess you have to go out and do your own thing to realize that you want to come back but the on the other token there is good opportunity to study here to do a really worthwhile degree and learn things that the majority of the industry speaking specifically to the residential building industry don't learn mm-hmm. and it's really valuable a coursework in in that degree that that gives you a good backing to build a really strong solid business and know that you're not going to make these really expensive mistakes yeah yeah yep. terrific one of the questions brad that i normally ask and i don't know if this is appropriate for you or not but on our little list of um, common questions is if you were to think about something hang on, what's something that you wish 
someone had have told you at the start of your university journey or even in your high school years, you know, something that you realise now would have been really great if you hadn't known that a few years ago? Time management. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. If, if someone told me going into the industry I was going into that I really need to learn how to manage time efficiently and and do it well, it needs to be such a large focus of mine in univer- going into university, that would have been really helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and trying to get that work-life balance so it's yeah. not totally business, business, business. Is that yeah. one of the key things as well as trying to be efficient at the job, I guess? Yeah, well, work-life balance definitely. But one of the things that caught me off guard was in my first two years of uni, I used to cram. And then when I got a career while doing university, it hit me like a brick wall. Yeah. I really need to learn how to manage time efficiently, be proactive, get straight onto my assignments early. Yeah. Um, and it made my life a lot easier once I implemented that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but while I was at uni full time, I was I, I would cram a three-week assignment into one week, which, yep. which wasn't really the way to do it. So, yeah, if someone really would have told me from day one, look, sit back. Oh, I would like to say that I think most people do that. Yeah. <laughs> so don't knock yourself out about it. But, yep. yeah, good on you if you've learned from that. But I didn't oh, – yeah. I think a lot of people still tend to cram things in life. Yep. But, yeah, it's, it's a good lesson to learn and thank you for sharing that. And I think that's something that if we can get uh, some local people taking up these scholarships, if they're working with local organisations and have that mentoring relationship with people like you or with other employers, they're learning from people that have been in the game for a while. They're not trying to learn it all themselves. You know, they learn to ask for help and you can learn so much by learning from others, I think. So thank you, Brad. Like, thank you for sharing your journey so far and for sharing the information about your business. I'm sure you've still got a long way to go with that. It's only fresh and new and you've gone a long way in a short time. So congratulations. Thank you. And thank you for sharing your journey. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Six Degrees podcast. This podcast is produced by Upbound Business Consultants and is brought to you by Tari University's campus. Based on the New South Wales Barrington Coast, TUC is a hub for supporting distance education study for university students with campus facilities, mentoring, postgrad career opportunities and more. If you'd like to share your story, you can send us an email at podcast at and let us know your unconventional road to a degree. Until next time.